At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Everyone, it's oral hygiene. This is mad. I got with me some kind of jagoff pervert making them pervert movies. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could. If we, I, I think. What, how many seconds of that can we do before everyone just turns this shit off? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you come in for the for the oral, and then you stay for the hygiene. Yeah, and the scratchy pervert voices. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should say hi, Andrew. I should I should put a name on the pervert. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> First one's free. The rest are gonna cost you. <laughs> yes, uh, today's film we're we're getting educational. I didn't do I do the intro? It's oral hygiene. It's caught films, educational films, stuff. Um, <laughs> today it's perversion for profit. A very educational film about perversion and what you can do about it by starting your lame ass committee. <laughs> <laughs> perversion committee actually sounds pretty cool i might join one of those is that, was that like a new way new wave band new romantic sort of band perversion committee oh god <laughs> that's a missed opportunity right there wow yeah, they, they open for joy division um, <laughs> perversion committee. um so um can you give the quick the TV guide rundown for this when someone's watching it 8 p.m. on CBS? Yes. So this is a 1964 educational film. I'm not sure about that number, by the way. Am I right? Oh, that's fine. Okay. I mean, maybe 64, 65. It's about um, how to know all the different types of dangerous, perverted literature that's out there for your children. (laughs) And for you. Well, yeah. I mean, there just seemed to be this overall concern that anyone who read it was just going to become a deviant murderer degenerate. Pornography is for everyone. Yeah. No, no, I've definitely got pretty progressive opinions about that. (laughs) But um, my feeling was like the host of this thing, he seems to be like the filth expert. (laughs) and he's like if you watched this especially back then i feel it is more perverted than any one of these things taken on its own you know well he's one of those guys that seems to be getting off on what he's talking about um what 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 came kept coming to mind doing this was the um the youth suicide fantasy with all the yeah because they, they had the same thing where they were really getting into the fact that these ladies were, you know, like doing this and that. Right. <laughs> That's right. There was those two dudes that seemed. Yeah. You know, they're they're the kind of guys that get uh, the FBI um, finally busts them for the amount of, quote unquote, research material on their hard drive. <laughs> yeah. I, I, somewhere in my notes, yeah, there's quite a, quite a smut collection George has there for research only, oh, of course. <laughs> it's it's massive. You know, any any time they're trying to show like all the examples of the really bad music or the really bad movies or anything else, they end up 
hitting you with this like kind of visual or audio assault of just the worst stuff. You know what I mean? And so it's way, way more harmful to present it that way than, you know, out of context. Well, he does and, say he's holding back on his smut. What, what I thought was weird is some of the photos were censored and some of the photos were not. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the, um, the bodybuilder ones often were not. Yeah, maybe that's what really got George off. I don't know. Yeah, no, he was checking out all types of dick print. But whereas um, on these, <laughs> on the ones of women, especially who was like, these will um, cause bestiality, which is the bestiality. And uh, <laughs> he showed their women with their backsides exposed. And there's just big block over the crack. <laughs> well, his, <laughs> his family motto is it's not gay when it's in a three-way. <laughs> um, I thought about that for a long time. <laughs> I, I, should, I should run the question by you because I, I don't think you and I ran across this at the same time. But did, did you have the woods porn experiences? Um, I, have we not talked about this? The guy we that probably found. Did. Okay. Um, I never found uh, adult material in the woods because it was free to look at in my house. <laughs> uh, yeah. My, my dad is, uh, was a biker. And so we had a subscription like any good biker in the uh, late seventies, early eighties to easy riders magazine, which came in a Brown paper, Brown wrapper and typically a topless woman on the front. Usually. Um, lots of tan lines going on. Uh, the whole uh, premise of Easy Writers Magazine was to be the antithesis of Playboy, whereas Playboy had the nice, really, you know, fogged lens, uh, soft focus, uh, you know, really kind of glamorous pictures. Easy Writers conceit was that these are just going to be road whores, just how they are. And so it wasn't a big deal to me. However, a kid named Scott uh, did find pieces of a uh, naked, uh, a you know, a piece of a naked woman picture in the woods. And uh, he then spent a great deal of his life uh, in that, that year of school collecting as many pieces he could find and then um, putting it together quite like a serial killer's jigsaw puzzle <laughs> like that movie pieces comes to mind where that kid has that you know assemblage of women he's made um and yeah he showed it to us when he finally finished he's like look everybody look what i've done and it's all mangled she just <laughs> looks like who did it and ran i mean no nothing nothing sexy about what this looks like you know i mean frankenhooker just has the the neck and the arms you know and everything but this lady was just like a landmine reassemble yes. <laughs> see you know I was, I was a boy scout so we go camping and you know the, the rednecks would leave little batches of woods porn here and there but what were they doing in the woods with the porn i mean that's the thing that gets me like why go in the woods with it i, I think they were leaving it for people like us to find so the next generation could you know get their smut oh my god like johnny appleseed of you know pornography yeah pornography like just exactly I don't know. My my thought was always just like I'm going to the woods. I'm going to I'm going to masturbate and then I will cover my leavings. (laughs) 
Maybe. I mean, you know, who who knows what madness runs in the minds of men? Yeah. Um, <laughs> true. My shame will be found by a random camper, but hopefully a bobcat first. I just, by the way, I just like had one of those seconds just ripped out into an infinite moment because you were like, like any good biker, he had a subscription to it. And I was like, he's going to say screw magazine. He's going to say screw magazine. Oh, no. It's writer. <laughs> no. No, we didn't. I didn't see a hustler. Uh, Playboy, we had a couple. We had like the Madonna issue and a couple of like the important collector's ones. But uh, Playboy actually wasn't that great because very little of those magazines actually had naked people in them. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I was just like, because I was just, that's the best magazine title ever. So I was just True. like, kinda, yeah, I was just hoping that's what the, what, of course, in the 60s, they didn't have that. They had Snatch magazine. So I don't know. Oh, we saw we saw several covers of Snatch magazine in this film. So <laughs> there was everything. That's what I'm saying. Like this movie, if you really wanted to know, like it seems just like a training thing if for perverts. It's it's doing the opposite of what it's I think intended to do. Instead of instead of uh, condemning uh, pornography, it instead like catalogs all the different types for you and shows you just a slew of and doesn't it make it dirtier you ever seen those things where they put like a black bar in front of a dog's penis or something like that <laughs> oh it i love the i love the unintentional filthy. i love the unintentional um censoring memes and stuff you know usually yeah, yeah. it usually involves microphones but <laughs> it, it does and it just oh immediately... I'm, i i hold my microphone i'm like right ready for one of those unintentional yeah. <laughs> make that the new podcast image <laughs> right it just is like here's the dirty thing and so putting a black bar over something or even framing it the way they do in this makes something seem worse than it really is which i mean if you think about it let's be real boobs very basic butts very very basic everyone's got that one you know, so like, really, who cares? I, I don't I never saw. Yeah, I, I never even even when I would look at pornography or, you know, read it or whatever, or I never felt like I was doing something really bad wrong. You know, certainly certainly someone is by now opened an actual bar following George Carlin's premise of a single bar is called nipples and dicks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I when I was working in Maine, we all had the idea that we'd um. Uh, I think I might have told you we were going to open the bar Shiver Me Timbers, a a a um pirate themed bar, gender fluid pirate themed bar. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this guy is talking about how easily kids could get this stuff. I mean, do you ever remember being able to easily go on your own and and purchase? Uh, adult material and from anyone this morning at the 7-eleven man they rock things differently in japan <laughs> i mean as a kid um I, I mean i do uh, our 7-eleven when we had one it, it had it had the uh the smut corner oh no it did i'm just saying if you brought it up and did you ever bring something like that up be it you know music with the tipper sticker or any of that stuff oh uh, i know we did comics Okay, so because you're like the smut corner seven, I'm like, oh no, I never did that. But uh, yeah, sure. I, both of us were going for tipper stickers and hoping that nobody cared. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they did. Um, it depended on what it was. I can remember uh, 
um, going in to buy an Andrew Dice Clay tape, which I already had several. And um, dad was somewhere else in the mall. And they're like, yeah, your dad's going to have to like come over here and buy this. You can't buy this. Yeah. And my dad was like looking at it going like, what, you know, asking the kid, you know, the the counter, like, well, what's on this? (laughs) (laughs) He knew what was on it, but he was making the guy wanting the the guy to say stuff. It was pretty hilarious. (laughs) It's like, uh, I heard the story with what evil Dead. Well, there's, there's one scene that's pretty racy in there, but (laughs) maybe a 10 year old can watch it. (laughs) it's true so oh god yeah no um well i guess this would be a good time to mention that in doraville we had a movie theater the beaufort highway twin one side was mainstream hollywood movies and the other side was pornos triple x theater that is dollar film second round we should probably note i mean on the hollywood side i I like to think the porno is first run feature film i mean who knows um but uh they really on on 25 cent tuesday or whatever it was um the guy told me and he looked really really stoned i think he's the (laughs) older brother of a kid i went to school with he was just like which movie do you want to see and i'm thinking (laughs) the only one i can see (laughs) was there an option for me here i'm late has the body fallen out of the closet yet (laughs) oh my god oh god what movie was that sleepwalkers sleepwalk how do you remember that, that? oh my god i don't know if that's right that's it's it's, it's definitely like a compound a word of two nouns okay, now i wasn't well. a hellraiser but it was something I, I was just talking about like oh i have seen like every like non jason michael myers slasher film made from 1985 to 1990 but i couldn't recall any titles so i come up with like popcorn that was like it <laughs> oh yeah they were kind of that was kind of the way it was but I, as you can see, we all came became murderers and deviants as a result of consuming that material. That's right. Yeah. Only way to live, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as triple X movie goes, um, you know, that's something that wasn't really something that this uh, educational film gets into. It's sticking purely with um, magazines and then some books as well. Yeah, I mean, he's selling it stark nudity on slick paper. That sounds fantastic. It does. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know, like, you know, just what was going on in this guy's. I would, I would say basement, but he probably had one of those secret doors that you push, you know, into oh, the yeah. Chris Rock porn cave. Is what uh, Chris Rock called the porn cave. About, I think it was like twenty years ago. Um, Pete Townsend was arrested for having a bunch of child pornography on his computer. And he was like, I'm doing research to take people down, which sounded insane at the time. But then, well, hey, the BBC scandals, Jimmy Savile, all that stuff. Maybe he wasn't full of shit. I don't know. Or maybe he was part of it. (laughs) God, the stuff about Jimmy Savile. Isn't there a documentary about him? I'm sure there's several. (laughs) I mean, it's... I remember. I mean, 19... it's funny. Um, the Sex Pistols like called him out on TV in like the late seventies, so it was never like a secret to to those in the know. <laughs> yeah, the guy he was like the like the Cosby and the Evil Knievel. Like he was just the most kind of beloved guy. And then, ugh, gross. <laughs> right. Wow. So, um, oh, oh, 
okay a couple note takes here one i i just i, I wrote that i bet putnam george putnam masturbated to clockwork orange a few years later um, <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> so there's that and then i was just thinking about a few years after his film made where, where hendrix was kind of like offended by the electric ladyland album cover yeah yeah he like didn't like it that's why the american one just has that weird like kind of orangey photo of him <laughs> okay I love that electric lady land. It's it's because you it's on like the inside or the back. It's on the outside. <laughs> it was the front cover of the UK version. With no, I'm talking about like in in the in the US version. Um, I mean, oh, I don't think it was in there at all in the US version. No, I, I didn't. I, 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 honestly, I, I never had that on vinyl, so I don't know. <laughs> huh. Maybe I was thinking of the uh, appetite for destruction. Uh, oh, that yeah, where they changed the, that one. I think did end up on the inside. It, uh, yeah, just, it had to end up on the inside. It wasn't That's on the front cover. Jimmy didn't like it. I know, I know exactly the photo. That's pretty badass. Like, who wouldn't be proud to have that on their cover? You know. Yeah, I, I know that's the best. It that's why. Caused... Yeah, that's why I kind of thought it was like interesting. So, because <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, you know, you like, oh yeah, ultimate hippie man, wild and free. He's like, oh, I don't know, man. I guess he just yeah. thought that his music wouldn't be taken as seriously. Might have been the thing, which I guess um, that's a concern because then they would focus on that art instead of what was inside the well, the actual music content. Yeah. Um, in terms of this movie, though, I did I, I did just go with what you said earlier i, I wrote that I, I think that this movie may be making me more of a horrible person so <laughs> <laughs> it's, i mean it seems to be what it was designed for because like who would they be who would be watching this like church people school administration oh this is a real good one for who is law enforcement audience. um probably they make you watch this after you've been um convicted of some kind of sex crime ah. <laughs> or, or juvies juvenile i bet they showed on juvie yeah because you got to get the juvie's attention, right? So make sure that there's a, even if you're talking bad about the smut, at least make sure the smut's there, um, right? <laughs> yeah, so. no, it it um, it's one of the dirtiest old movies I've ever seen, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like uh, I was just finishing it up this morning. I was like, gee, I hope the wife doesn't just kind of stumble on on this one. <laughs> if it was well, 19 mid 60s like movie with like a you know with with putnam in it you know yeah it um it's it's about a half hour or so and most of that is just screen after screen after screen of these censored um adult magazine photos like either the covers or the insides it's mostly what it is yeah or this and, guy uh, talking so you can't really get off to it because you know it keeps cutting back to the guy and you'd have like, <laughs> i'm just getting into ah. Uh, well if you're uh, hey if you're going for all the um the athletic dudes i mean it might be okay <laughs> true there's a lot of that that goes kind of uninterrupted which is great but you know yeah. i mean it's it's the, the idea that this will turn you gay this is the way people <laughs> thought back then and a lot of them still do you know like you will just you will be compelled to become gay you walk in not gay and you come out gay like all right well good <laughs> Oh, here's a question. Is cowgirl and lazy cowgirl two separate positions or just one? Because he brings them both up. I don't. I think that one must have gotten by me. Cowgirl and lazy cowgirl. Well, but I mean, again, proving our point, like he's he's turning people on to stuff. (laughs) Like most folks have no awareness 
of all of this. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and make you aware. <laughs> Most folks have never thought about the sweet, erotic sting of a whip. <laughs> <laughs> Most folks don't have a rubber door on their house. <laughs> No, I was just like, after when he's reading his book passage, I'm like, he just came at the end, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, what's what's what other conclusion could there be? Yeah. Um, just I, really... I do like that he he has to bring up the founding fathers and don't we, you know, we can't we can't go back on their ideals of these God fearing men. I'm like, well, Ben Franklin and Thomas Jefferson are both known to answer the door naked and Ben Franklin has all sorts of like weird, disturbing sex stories. So, yeah, <laughs> he, he yeah. was his, he was chasing tail in Paris, apparently. And yeah, pos- I mean, he had he had nipple clamps for his nipple clamps. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Mozart's letters. Do you know this? I Mozart, don't know. Wolf, I was the, waiting. The letters of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Let's see. I, I got it on my iPad here. This this was prepped. This is a letter okay, to it. Yeah, yeah. This is uh where is I sorry, I got a few tabs. Dun, dun, dun. Here we go. Okay. Now these so are letters to who? This is to his female cousin. I I am looking. Okay. And <laughs> being I should male fail it for sure. Oi. By the love of my skin, I shit on your nose so it runs down your chin. <laughs> What else wow. do we got? That, uh, here we go. Long live all those who, 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 how does it go on? I now wish you a good night. Shit in your bed with all your might. Sleep with peace on your mind and try to kiss your own behind. <laughs> this so, is to his cousin. Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, as, as, as graphic as two live crew and some of them would get, there was nothing like this. No, I'm not finished, by the way. There's a couple more here. Oh, no, is... please do go on. This is fabulous. Oh, here, here he's talking about a Sonata not being finished yet. So there, there is that. Um, uh, here we go. Oh, oh, I'm just, oh, there we go. As I am in the middle of my best writing, I hear a noise in the street. I stop writing, get up, go to the window, and the noise is gone. I sit down again, start writing once more. I have barely written 10 words when I hear the noise again. I rise, but as I rise, I can still hear something, but very faint. It smells like something burning. Wherever I go, it stinks. When I look out the window, the smell goes away. When I turn my head back to the room, the smell comes back. Finally, my mama says to me, I bet you let one go. I don't think so, mama. Yes, yes, I'm quite certain. I put it to the test, stick my finger in my ass, then put it to my nose, and there is the proof. Mama was right. Now, farewell, I kiss you 10,000 times as I remain your, your Mozart. <laughs> that's great, man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like, it, he should have, I mean, not to, not to take away from his accomplishments in the, in the realm of classical music, but working for Hallmark, I feel like he may have missed the calling there. He got a few music ones out too. Let's see, what do we have here? Um, he has three that are uh, at least dirty. There's, um, Lech Meek in Ars. <laughs> you can already work out a bit of that. I was um, going to say that. <laughs> but uh, if you need um, Lech me, Lech Meek in Ars Geschwind, Geschwind, which is Lick Me in the Ass Quickly, Quickly. This is an, uh, a six voice canon. <laughs> Great. 
Bononox. Oh, that's he just uses the zingers from his letters in there, uh, not just the one I read you with others. Uh, shit in your bed and make it burst. Good night, sleep tight, and stick your ass to your mouth. Okay, that's that's just a different translation of what I read you before. Um, the lyrics, okay, the lyrics are in Latin, but if you translate it, you'll realize it doesn't make much sense. That's because Mozart wrote the piece for his friend Johann Nipok Merl, a baritone with a thick Bavarian accent. Mozart knew that when Perl would pronounce the Latin Lectu mihi Mars, it would sound like the German Lectu Michen Ars, which, as we already know, means <laughs> lick me in the ass. <laughs> Genius. Some, some believe Mozart had Tourette syndrome, although the diagnosis has been diagnosis has been uh, debunked time and time again. He probably just <laughs> liked dirty jokes. <laughs> <laughs> sure, well, why not? That's yeah, no, that's one of the things that I was happy about that the this uh perversion for profit mentioned is early on in it he does acknowledge that this you know pornography and and de- sexual deviant as he calls it were not new things. He at least acknowledges that it's been it's been going on for years. He just says it's that speedy printing press <laughs> and those speedy trucks. Yeah, I'm just like because he specifically mentions like late 18th century folks. I'm like, man, they, you know, they were people with like, you know, weird shit going on. So, <laughs> yeah, apparently, like literally. Oh, and then the nudist magazines. He's like, he's like, they're not really nudists. They're paid professional models. I'm like, yeah, it's a magazine. <laughs> Why wouldn't they be? <laughs> it'd be a little creepy if someone was in the bushes shooting the nudist colony yeah exactly oh whoops <laughs> that would be more of a problem i think <laughs> i heard from a friend that that's what happened <laughs> they were paid oh shit <laughs> oh what was he like there there aren't many blind people in nudist colonies <laughs> i don't think i remember him saying that he did i'm like one i I mean, hey, if people want to feel the breeze on their balls, they, you know, they, they might. It doesn't matter if you're blind or not, right? Yeah, I mean, that seems like it might be a great experience, except for you know, if you, if you, you know, you get them hung on something, <laughs> getting hung on something. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! I've got to watch out for my beanbag. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, t- George just has that tongue for the sexy words. I think I want to have yeah. forbidden, perverted, gay sex with him. So. Yeah, no, I think it's great. And, you know, I feel like this film could best be used for as um, ripping um, clips from it into like, I don't know, techno music or. Yeah, you know, it's pretty yeah. sampleable. Could be. There's a lot of good opportunities for sampling here. Also, music videos, mashups and things like that, I think would be really, really great. But some of it could be read verbatim. <laughs> just be you know wonderful i felt like i um you know i i I felt like i just lost that train of thought yeah okay oh like it was like john waters movie half the time so yeah yeah (laughs) very john waters feel yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it's uh again it's the it's the the kind of thing where it's like okay this thing that's by by cataloging dirty things and by being very very specific and graphic in its descriptions and depictions it's actually just as bad or worse as what it's condemning oh he's asking questions at the end he's like would would you go to your friend's house and expect to see this on their coffee table like yeah that'd be badass (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, of course then, you wouldn't. And then I'm like, and then he brings up the idea. I'm like, a door to door smut peddler. That's a great idea. Hey, that's a movie idea for you. Oh yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> they, you know they had they used to do um, Avon, right? Mm. Or whatever it was, they'd come to the come to the door selling makeup kits to uh, or you know whatever the newest so makeup. The Avon lady with like hardcore pornography of several different disturbing varieties. Yeah, <laughs> or like you know dildo lady, knock knock <laughs> dildos. That uh, hey that I feel like that could happen. Yeah, yeah. nice nice or, upper upper class affluent neighborhood. You know. Yeah. Send send the dildo lady around. <laughs> shower massage. Shower <laughs> massage. That could be, but no, this movie just wants you to go out and be a Karen with the law as your weapon. Yeah. Well, we all know that usually well, the old the, the uh the, it's the same thing if somebody you know um farts and then tries to blame someone else. The denier is the supplier. Well, Mozart tells us how to prove or disprove. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Finger in the hole. Now you got a tootsie roll. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah, and you know, you you need to take the the. Well, actually, I guess he's not an elder. He died at what thirty two. Does Mozart? Mozart does not count as one of our elders. He died too young for that. No, he was. Uh, he was. He just. He unfortunately asphyxiated himself um, in a closet, smelling his own brand. <laughs> <laughs> he got high on his own supply. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, oh, one. <clears throat> I, I said I will throw him one bone. Yes, it's not cool when the age is a low number. So give the man a uh, give a man a point when he makes a point. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there obviously there are lines to where your smut goes. So, and uh, true. What what age you're you're throwing smut at people? So. Yeah. No, that's like if, true. I mean, if 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 you're getting Big Muff magazine to a five year old, that's not cool. <laughs> no, and you know that that's the kind of thing that could be sort of uh, put up to question as far as what the way my parents handled it. And you know, their thought was they just didn't want us to be uh, think it was a big deal. But at the same time, um, depending on if, if you if you then if your folks aren't around to explain it to you, you know. And you're just sort of like left to your own device as far as like how you feel about it and how it's presented, you know, um, I guess they felt like, oh, if I was sneaking around with it, then I would it would seem like a bad thing and there would be a whole complex about it. Whereas if it was kind of out in the open, it would be, you know, but there was never like, hey, when you're done with Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> mm -hmm. you, you might enjoy Jag Slaggers. <laughs> no, I, I, I think when my daughter was like, six we, we went we were at the used bookstore and i got see japan's a little tricky right because I, I i looked through the manga looks fine and um then later you know my wife's like hey they're talking about periods and stuff so she shouldn't be reading at age six i'm like because <laughs> it's you know super like happy looking manga with like bears and big eyes and all that sort of stuff so it was the basically periods. yeah it's like Anyway, they made the rule like, don't just randomly buy Hana manga anymore. So I got her Drymon for a while. I was like, Drymon's usually safe. But uh, yeah, like, like we were talking, um, uh, Demon Slayer is super popular with like four year olds in Japan. <laughs> yeah, I watched that. Yeah. I watched that after you and I talked about it. I was like, I want to know what's up with Demon Slayer. And <laughs> God, <laughs> but no, like five year olds are watching it, you know? So oh, 
because it's I cannibalism, mean, you know, gore. I mean, it's a good show, but yes, yeah, it does. And it's it, like they do show it late at night in Japan, but someone, you know, you record it. And because it, I was thinking we, we, we were like making this anime course and our, our boss, Japanese boss at the time was how about uh, Kimetsu, which in uh, Demon Slayer. And um, we're like, is that OK? She's like, well, everyone's watching anyway. So we made a kid's course based on it. Oh, my goodness. Showing clips in class. <laughs> <laughs> so it is weird where the line is sometimes. Uh, I mean, it's I, I still think it's best if you have some guidance with it. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of the whole thing. Mm. Uh, it's it's better than if you're just sort of left left with it, because then you have no frame of reference. Like you might not even know what or why, you know, and so right. someone needs to be there to explain it to you, I think. But that does go back to the thing that it's it's not the media that's making people do horrible things it's the you know no. horrible things happening in their mind that's making the horrible things happen so <laughs> exactly yeah no the whole thing about you know this or that will make you do this or that i you know i grew up during the time when it was uh definitely believed that um i would become a satan worshiping murderer mm -hmm. due to the things that i listened to and read um you know definitely would become gay because of clive barker's novels and comics that i would read <laughs> it was definitely a point where my mom threw them in the garbage but i, I later remember got to that tell, yeah yeah i later <laughs> got to tell clive barker that story you know <laughs> yeah although here, here's a thought the, the the law of attraction if i am just like listening to the blackest of death metal like all the time you know <laughs> wearing depressing stuff i mean i am going to attract my life kind of being like a dark bummer in a certain way um yeah i mean it's we've seen um you've definitely known people who went that way and say yeah. that you know the uh but but again they were just sort of left with it you know i think still um uh for a good example i was just telling someone today that i love horror but i've never been a true crime person and people are always seem shocked when uh they find out i'm not into true crime that i don't re you know that i don't listen to true crime podcasts or watch true crime shows or series and like god that doesn't make any sense and i was like no it makes a lot of sense because i don't find real ass murder to be entertaining no yeah one of the podcasts i listen to is you know like they kind of alternate between like whack conspiracy dives and um and true crime and i always just skip the true crime ones but i think those are the ones that are actually successful for them so <laughs> wow i mean no it's super popular yeah like tv is it's you know half of tv is like true crime stuff right i know oh god you know it's like just let me watch the new texas chainsaw it's mm -hmm. over in an hour and a half and you know it's never possibly happened <laughs> <laughs> Um, any more perversions you want to mention? Um, well, we can mention the stuff that I make. <laughs> Go for it. I don't believe it's pervert. And if it is, who cares? Uh, my friends and I here in Athens, Georgia. Hold on, before you get too deep, just, just imagine that uh, Lonely Island uh, creep image of John Water is the pervert, and, and then you can proceed. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, no, we, we really are um, very heavily influenced by John. I would say John Waters is like a guiding light for what we do. Um, 
our current movie that's in the works is called Jugsaw, J-U-G-S-A-W. Um, I don't know when this particular episode is going to come out, but our premiere screening is July the 2nd um, at the uh, Metropolitan Studios in East Atlanta Village. And uh, it's free if you're in that area. It's free. Come watch. Hey, uh, this is Oral Hygiene. We're Oral Hygiene Pod on Twitter, on Facebook. We do podcasts with other people under the Patreon umbrella of Podcastio Podcastius. You can hear about sci-fi films. You can hear about the Twilight Zone, Pokemon, video games, that sort of thing. Throw us a buck if you feel like it. Or just head there and you get all the links and you see where everything is in one tiny spot. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to go get a nice glass of warm milk and sit back with some hardcore mail-order pornography. Yeah, I think I'm just going to kind of oil myself up and uh, cook some chicken on my arm. Hmm. I'm still thinking about that. Is the chicken raw or cooked already? Oh, no, no. It has not been cooked. Okay. That's what's going to be next. Is it a hot day? Okay. Yes. (laughs) Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.
Now you have it, that body of Richard Milhouse Nixon and the sexual crime. Don't be late out now. Take a trip to China. Cause you got Nick somebody. Y'all Nick somebody. Yeah, y'all Nick somebody. Y'all got a woo 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 Nick somebody. Y'all Nick somebody. Y'all Nick somebody. Y'all got a woo 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 Nick somebody. Y'all Nick somebody. Y'all Nick somebody. Y'all got a woo 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 Nick somebody. Y'all Nick somebody. Y'all Nick somebody. Never be petty. Always remember, others may hate you, 